Hello, everybody. Welcome to ZNR Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. As always, this is your host, Zach. And this is Rob. Thanks again, everybody. We love to have you. Rob, let's talk about what we know best, and let's get right into the NFL. Unfortunately, we have some rather awful news, to be honest, and that is we had a death recently of a former quarterback, or current, I guess. He was with the Steelers at the time, Dwayne Haskins. Tell us a little bit about what happened to Mr. Haskins, Rob. So Dwayne Haskins, apparently, from what we're gathering, ran out of gas and uh, on the highway and was struck struck by a car, unfortunately, and uh, died on the scene. It just goes to show you never know one minute you could be here and the next minute you're gone. That's very true. And it's unfortunate, too, because, you know, so Dwayne Haskins obviously starts out with the Redskins. He's not very good. Struggled mightily. Wanted a fresh start. This happens to a lot of quarterbacks. Goes to the Steelers. The Steelers like what they see. They say he's putting in the the effort. He's putting the work in, doing what he needs to do. He looks a lot better. He's ready to compete for a starting job. Good for you. I mean, that's awesome. And then this happens. That is just devastating that such a huge loss for the NFL, such a huge loss for the Haskins family. My heart and prayers go out to them during this difficult time. Yeah, and, and if you think about it, uh, Ben Roethlisberger just retired, so he was out of Haskins' way. He, uh, he had every glimmer of hope that I, I think he probably would have been a starter. I agree. I mean, who else you got? Mitch Trubisky? I don't know if he would have beat out Trubisky, but at the very least, it would have been a close competition. Would he have beat him? It's very possible. Mitch Trubisky's definitely no Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. I mean, I'd say he could be a third-string quarterback at best if I was, well, actually, I take that back, probably the water boy. No offense, Mitch. But, yeah, I think Haskins could have very likely beat him out. And as you'd said, Big Ben had just retired. Perfect timing, and then he gets hit by a car on the freeway. What in the world? So a week after his uh, untimely death, Dwayne Haskins was honored at his alma mater um, with a moment of silence before the kickoff, and the Buckeyes helmets donned a DH uh, decal while the coaches wore uh, DH pins for Dwayne Haskins. And I'm sure that the Steelers will probably do something for him, too. Absolutely. And that's really cool. I mean, this young man, it's more than football, right? Nobody wants to lose a family member. Nobody wants to have a friend pass away. And we got to remember that Dwayne was only 24 years old. So young. Such a tragic. It was tragic for everybody involved. Yeah, it was a raw deal. It definitely was. Very difficult. All right. So we've got a few signings, right? For example, the Colts signed Pro Bowl cornerback Stephen Gilmore. Rob, what are your thoughts on Stephen Gilmore? Well, I think Gilmore is one of the top cornerbacks in the game. He has been for for quite a while now, but he's also losing a step. If he if he still had it, the Patriots would not have let him get out of there. Then he goes to 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 the Panthers; they wouldn't have let him get out of there. So I think he's losing a little bit of a step. I agree. It seems like he's getting up there a little bit, you know, and it's not quite the same that he was. Don't get me wrong. Still very good and still more than capable, but I do agree with you. Not quite the same. 
And then Jalen Ramsey tweeted out uh, SMH, which is shaking my head in uh, disappointment because he had just earlier went and visited with the LA Rams and all signs were pointing that he was going to sign there. Then he does a U, uh, a U-turn and goes and signs with the Colts. And that, my folks, I'm sure came down to show me the money. Chishing. I don't blame him chasing the money. However, I also understand Ramsey for being disappointed because he's thinking, hey, if he comes over here, we got one heck of a defense, right? That's a key piece, a key addition to the defense. But as a Seahawk fan, I really don't care how he feels. I, you know, I'm glad that Gilmore didn't go there because he is still good. He's still got a lot of left in the tank. For sure. Very good point. All right. So we also had Kelvin Joseph who got himself in a little bit of hot water, I would say. What would you say, Rob? Well, you know, with the fatal shooting that he's suspected of, you know, the team says that they're monitoring the situation. I can't fathom why these millionaires get in these situations where, like, the laws do not apply to them. I have all this money, so I don't care that the laws are what they are. I'm going to do and make my own laws. Like, what? And I get it. I mean occasionally, and I too mean occasionally, aka very rarely, are you in the wrong place at the wrong time? So obviously he was hanging out with the wrong people and somebody got killed. And I know arrests have been made and he was not arrested. So clearly the police don't believe he actually pulled the trigger or had anything to do with it. But at the same time, dude, you're clearly hanging out with dirt bags that are killing people. Absolutely unacceptable. And he should be punished for being with them, in my opinion completely wrong yeah i don't know about you but if i had millions of dollars on the line and i thought somebody was going to jeopardize my well-being and my my ableness to provide for my family i would not encircle my well i guess you'd say like my circle of people would not include sketchy sketchy characters i couldn't agree more in fact as hard as this is for my family members and friends to believe i would be a saint there would be no drama, no questions, no anything. Just, hey, where's my paycheck, folks? That's what I would care about. Now, after your career is over, that's different, right? You've already earned your money, but I would not be risking anything. All right. Now, let's talk about Kyler Murray. Incredible talent. Arguably one of the top quarterbacks in the game at this point, in my opinion. He is a little unhappy with his current situation. I know he's deleted social media for the team and then brought it back. And there's a lot of drama going on with Kyler Murray. What in the world is he doing? You know, I don't know, but I, he, well, I do know he's trying to get the bag. He's trying to secure the bag, but you know, he is really, really good at football, but I almost wonder if he wishes he didn't go major league baseball. You remember when he was coming out in the draft, he, he was trying to make the decision, dude, does he want to play baseball or does he want to play football? And I think he still got a foot on baseball and not fully committed to football. That's a very valid point. And he was really good at baseball. He was a top prospect. So could he have played baseball and been successful? I think it's very likely, to be honest with you. Yeah, maybe it is a little bit there. And kind of thinking, ah, maybe I should have done that. But he's been very successful in football, too. I wish he would cut the drama, stick to football. Look, you're under contract. They're paying you this much money. Whether you like your contract or not, 
you freaking agreed to it. You agreed to that contract. In my opinion, play it out. And if you want more money with next contract negotiations, go for it. All the power to you. But play out the contract you've already signed to. Yeah, and and I don't know if our listeners know this, but when you're drafted as a rookie, they they have the ability to negotiate. Although that there's like there is a cap per round, they still have the ability to negotiate a certain dollar amount plus incentives. So it's on you and your agent, if you chose an agent, to get you the best deal possible. And then, yeah, like you said, you need to be a man and honor your word and honor your contract. Suck it up, buttercup. Absolutely. And I remember when my boy Kurt Warner was fighting for every penny he got. And Rob will agree with me, I'm sure. There's probably not many fans on this earth of Kurt Warner more than I am. Fanatic. Huge fanatic, right? Yeah, there's not a bigger fan. So even I was like, dude, quit begging for every penny you can get. Sign the freaking contract and let's play. That's a little bit different. I'll give him a tiny bit of leeway because he was at the end of his career. And when you're older and at the end of the career, you want to make everything you can. I understand that. But even with my favorite player, I'm like, dude, just sign it. Let's get this going. Let's play another year. And if I remember correctly, he only played one year of that contract he signed. So he was just looking for the bag. Absolutely. I think it would we'd say maybe borderline man crush with Kurt Warner. Yeah, I have to agree with you. That's probably yeah. accurate. Mine was Russell Wilson. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do, not, right? Not, not anymore. He, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I understand. He broke your heart. Shattered it. Absolutely. All right. So in the NFL, there's been a lot of signings, but we do have some free agents that are available that are very good. For example, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham is a beast. He made Eli Manning for several years. I mean, bailed him out. Odell Beckham is legit. Is he a free agent because he wants he wants to be in the right position? He's waiting for the right team? Or is he a free agent because he wants the bag? I'm honestly not sure. But if I was a coach and I see Odell Beckham as a free agent, there is no question. I'm going to say, hey, dude, as long as your offer is reasonable and you don't want too much, come play. Who else do we got as free agents currently? Well, we still have uh, Tyron Matthew, safety. We got the Seahawks are still mulling over where they want to bring back Dwayne Brown, offensive tackle. Jadavian Clowney is still out there. Freaking Clowney, man. When he was with the Hawks, he wasn't bad, but he didn't. He wasn't good by any means. He didn't really do much. And talk about wanting the bag. That boy wanted paid. Uh, Clowney? You got to do something on the field in order to get paid. Does he have the potential? Oh, no doubt. Insane potential. Was he putting it together as a hawk? In my opinion, not even close. He didn't have the numbers like sacks, uh, but he but he was a game wrecker for the Seahawks when he was on our team. I wish the Seahawks would have signed him again because he did disrupt things, and he, he made it hard on the quarterback, and he was spectacular spectacular in the run defense and the Hawks did want him back they were willing to give him a contract they just couldn't pay him top dollar which he was adamant that he wanted and frankly he wasn't worth that top dollar was he good sure was he worth that no not a chance I agree what about Rob Gronkowski not a huge Gronk fan I understand he's phenomenal arguably one of the top tight ends to ever play the game 
still a free agent. Man, he took a year off, came back, still putting up good numbers. He's a free agent. But I think that's more of a, I haven't decided if I'm going to retire or if I'm coming back. My personal opinion, he'll come back because, of course, Brady came back. You got Brady thrown to you. That's a game changer. Yeah, I, I personally don't think he's going to come back. Um, he gets hit way more often than Brady does sitting in the back. And the way that he's talking, uh, see, last year he, it was, yeah, I'm coming back. This year it's, I'm not sure if I want to retire or if I'm going to play. So to me, I, I feel like once you start waning in your desire to want to play, I think he's, and he's been in the league for a long time. He has. So I think he's, I think he's done. I think he's going to hang it up, I think. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's very possible. All right, what about Jarvis Landry? He's another receiver that is just solid, had some really good years. When he was with the Dolphins, he was their team, essentially. I mean, he was pretty much what they had. I'd say Browns, too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Very good receiver, getting a little bit older now, not young, per se. But I think in the right situation, he can definitely have a 1,000-yard season. Got the talent. Him and Odell were teammates at LSU. And, uh, you know, if Odell's still going out and balling, see now Odell's thing, he's got to come back from injury, right? I think the Browns would love to have him back, but everybody's wondering how he's going to do with that injury because he's still rehabbing that injury. I think that's part of why Odell, back to circle back to our first person we were talking about, uh, I, I, I truly believe that's the only reason he hasn't signed yet is he's still recovering. Very good point. Valid, I agree. Julio Jones. Now, here's somebody that is getting up there in age. He is not young anymore, and he's had injury problems the last couple of years. Julio is definitely more of a question mark. Can he still produce if he stays healthy? Sure, I don't see why he couldn't. However, will he stay healthy? He's had a really rough go. I call him the moss kept the moss bomb catcher. You remember in Madden when you used to just throw it deep to moss? There it is. That's Julio. But that was old Julio. And I wouldn't be surprised, you know, uh, Matt Ryan just signed with a new team. I would not be shocked to see Julio sign over there with Matt Ryan again. That would be cool. Yeah, I could see that. The last one we're going to talk about is of course the cornerback Joe Hayden. Once again, Probably still available because he's getting older. He's definitely not young anymore. But I think he's more than serviceable to the right team. You bring him in, you need him for a year or two, I think he'd be perfect for the job. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of praying that the Seattle Seahawks will sign Joe Hayden because they need help in the cornerback room, and, and he hasn't signed yet, so I'm hopeful. Yeah, I think that'd be a great signing. All right, being the Hawks guy, tell us about Al Woods. So Al Woods recently said in an interview that um, he he truly believes that the winning culture is still alive in Seattle, despite the departures of Russell Wilson and uh, Bobby Wagner. And although those two departures will hurt, um, Bobby was getting up there in age, but he still got game left, but not for $22 million a year. And then also on Wilson, I think that he, he, he was really starting to show signs of me, 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 and all about his brand, right? It's Team 3, Russ, Russell Wilson. And so now that the me, me, me is on to Denver and Pete Carroll can st start to get his original message back when Wilson and Bobby and them were all rookies, right? 
led us to multiple playoff appearances, back-to-back Super Bowl appearances, a Super Bowl win. These new kids coming in into this program with some of the veterans that still believe in that message, I think they could do good things. I agree. And Pete is a phenomenal coach, but he's extremely hard-headed. And that's the nicest way I can put it. If he gets a group to buy into it, I think it's fantastic. However, I think Pete also needs to learn to adjust when it's needed. And he's so hard-headed, I honestly don't know if he's willing to or will adjust. He's It's his way or the highway. So as you said, you need this new group to buy in 100%, and then they'd be in great shape. He's a defensive head coach, and he is in charge of, of the defense. And he he's always been a 4-3, 4-3, 4-3. The fact that he's allowed the new defensive coordinator, Clint Hurt, to switch to a 3-4 shows that he's at least starting to show a glimmer of uh, willing to change. That's a great point. That's a very good sign. Well said. Corey Seager. Tell us about him, Rob. Corey Seager, one of my my favorite players in in baseball. But you know what? He uh, intentionally walks with the bases loaded just to get to the next two right-handed hitters. Uh, the Rangers went on to score three runs in a row as a result of doing that. Yeah, that's a little bit of a backfire. So you decide, okay, Seager's legit. Let's walk him, right? And then all of a sudden, oh, crap, what just happened? Look at the scoreboard. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what you call oopsie. And Seager's good, but Madden uh, getting ready to pitch to him should not have intentionally walked him with the bases loaded. Like, what? Yeah, very poor decision, in my humble opinion. All right, let's stick on baseball a little bit here. We talked about Corey Seager and the walk. Let's talk a little bit about Ichiro. Being a Mariners fan, Ichiro is an icon. He's a legend. He was the Mariners. After Griffey left and you had, you know, Buner, Martinez, all those guys leave, it was Ichiro. For years and years, King Felix, of course, always was consistent, would get the hits, not necessarily the home runs, but it don't matter. You don't need homers. You need hits. And so we know that he delivered the first pitch, and he was in his full uniform with his iconic number, of course, 51. This is really cool. And you know what? If you watch the video, that boy can sling the ball. That was an impressive pitch. So that boy still got some some athleticism, and I, I was excited to see him throw out the first pitch. Yeah, I was too. That was very cool to see, and it's great to see the Mariners bringing him back. You know, the home guy, that's really a great environment for him and for the Mariner fans as well. On baseball, it's continuing on that topic. Rob, tell us about the standings. Over in the AL East, the Blue Jays are in the lead. In the AL Central, we got the White Sox. The AL West, we got the cheating Astros. I'm just kidding, but the Astros. That was a good one. I like it. And then in the NL East, we got the Mets, the NL Central, the Cardinals, and then the NL West, the Colorado Rockies. Very nice. I enjoy watching these, even though the season's obviously early. There's some serious praise with being in first place, right? Hey, you're the top dog. You got to catch that first place team. So it's Not only bragging rights, but playoff standings. Everything's based around that. So it's cool to see. Yeah, I I agree. So, you know, 
it can fluctuate, you know, from week to week, but uh, usually by now the teams that are in first place will always either be, you know, within a game or two of each other. So very true. And speaking of that, the Mariners are holding their own. They're doing good so far too. So that's always a bonus. Yeah. Third place. All right, everybody. That is our latest episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. As always, if you would be so kind, please tell your friends about us and leave us a review if possible. It would be huge for the continued growth of the podcast, and it would definitely help us out and keep the lights on. Thanks again, everybody. Stay safe, and we hope you have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you guys again next week. Have a good one.